Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is Central Texas Life with Ann Harder. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Central Texas Life. Ann Harder here, and today we're going to talk about backyard ponds. And Ron Haft, who is the chairman of the Pond Committee for the Central, the Heart of Texas Water Garden and Pond Society, is here to talk about ponds and to show you some examples of uh, backyard ponds. And just, I want to learn a little bit more about this. I had the chance to come to your backyard. How long ago was that now? Uh, two years, It I was think. two years ago, and uh, in June, you do a tour. Right. And so I came over and did a Facebook <laughs> Live to kind of help promote the tour, the backyard tour. And I, I'm telling you, of course, as a gardener, I know the significance and how important it is to have water in a backyard. And this year, even the water plants are suffering. <laughs> I know. It's been, it's been brutal. <clears throat> yep. It has been brutal. But, but all the critters that come to a backyard pond, uh, are, it's important. It's important to the ecosystem that you have in your yard. Unfortunately, we, well, we have a fountain. So I guess that's sort of, but it's not like what you guys do. Well, you can start out really small. My, my daughter and son-in-law down in Wimberley have what's well, just a fountain. It's yeah. about two feet in diameter and three inches deep, and they have a drip hose running into it off a big stump. Okay. And they have deer and foxes and birds out there. Yeah. And when it gets dirty, they take the hose and blast it, and it's clean and ready to go again. Yeah. So it, uh, you can start out really small. Yeah. Well, so how did you get involved in this? What, what kind of piqued your interest? Because, I mean, you've got a pretty significant backyard pond. I have a big investment in time. <laughs> <laughs> I've been working on it for about 20 years. Yeah. Um, I've always liked aquatic life and rivers and lakes and fishing, things like that, and aquariums. Um, never got really serious and big into it when I was young, but always liked to have that stuff around. Yeah. And then uh, when we, well, we still lived in Michigan 45 years ago. We had a small pond in our backyard. Uh, and that's was pretty, it there already or you put it in? It was a wet spot and I had a bulldozer <laughs> kind of a low spot make that, it bigger. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so we had you know ducks and yeah. different animals would come in. Yeah. But when I got to Texas, uh, once we moved out to the Lorena, I just got the urge to put a pond in. So I dug a hole, lined it, and filled it with water. And uh, 
have enlarged it six times since then. Yeah, it's uh, how deep is it? It's the the big one. The latest one is five feet deep. Yeah, I thought it was, it was pretty deep. Yeah. Um, well, you have brought along some pictures, so let's get to this. I want to, and you have them in order, so you're going to kind of talk to them, and we'll drop those in um, so you can see them sure. at home. Uh, but yeah, just to kind of get an idea of the scale of these. Okay. Ponds. Well, the first picture is a couple of little kids feeding the fish. Uh-huh. That's an old picture. That little blonde-headed kid is a golf pro now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, but that's when we started. That was that's the original size of the original pond. Uh, but then I decided to put a waterfall in the back of it, so that took a little while. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of stage two of the pond. Uh, since then, where they're sitting, I dug the pond out bigger, so mm-hmm. that's been enlarged. And then, oh, about eight years ago, I started building what's in the second picture. That's that's our big koi pond. Yeah. So that's one. It's uh, it's I think it's 16 feet by 20 feet. It's five feet deep. And then what I did is is in the picture shows it. I got bags of uh, ready mix concrete and just built a wall around it. And that ready mix concrete, after it's been sitting there for a little while, gets wet and it turns into big old blocks of solid cement Mm -hmm. so i've got a a double stack wall all the way around that pond so it's in the ground but the edges are up above the ground a little bit too which is great for keeping debris out when you have leaves blowing across the ground if they've got to go up over a wall you don't get as many yeah it's kind of like having a swimming pool i mean yeah it's it's a little bit of an above ground type approach right although i've got hundreds of trees and shrubs yeah so i still get a lot but oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it's better it's better than having them down in the ground yeah what i did on on that one i just left some of the tools in there to show the scale of it mm-hmm. um, oh it's big while i was working on that, it that was where i did my facebook yeah <laughs> yeah yeah Can you I, were standing between pre- that one and the first between one. the between the ponds yeah and uh it's lovely i mean it was pretty toasty warm that day but but the water around it doesn't seem as hot that and and like i say i got a lot of trees back there too yeah um actually what i what i did digging that pond i've got some friends in kentucky that do a lot of music so i'd put a cd on every morning mm-hmm. i'd go out there and uh i've I calculated well i i figured after it was done if you do six wheelbarrow loads a day for three months, you've got a really nice big hole in the ground. <laughs> and it's more than 16 tons. It was about 22 tons of dirt came out. Oh, my word. So where where did you take it? Well, some of it I used to build up around the pond. Right. And then the rest of it, I've got two acres. I went out to the yeah, back of my nice, property. Yeah, it's a nice lot you've got. And there's a, a waterway goes through mm-hmm. my two lots. So I built, uh, like the Army did back in the 30s, I built a dike around yeah. the back of my property so when it rains it holds the water for a few days or a week mm-hmm. and lets it soak in so yeah. i built my own little um berm out there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah um you mentioned a, an essay contest that you have yeah we this year we decided to to try to encourage kids to get involved mm-hmm. so we we asked any of the students in the area if they wanted to uh present uh, write an essay and send it to us, we would uh, provide prizes for them. Yeah. 
So we gave out uh, a $25 gift certificates mm -hmm. or cash, whichever they wanted, to a number of different kids. And if I can, I want to read their names. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Uh, one of the winners was Tara Jose, who was 15, and Jolene Jensen, who's 7. And she lives just down the road from me. She said, when I was telling you, she said, I'd like a pond, but it'd take me years to dig a hole that big. <laughs> at, at age of seven, she's thinking about it, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Eliza Smith. I don't know if you know J.B. Smith at the Trib. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's his daughter. That's his daughter? Oh, no, really? she came out. Yeah. First thing she says, she walks up, what's the pH of your water? I said, I don't know. <laughs> what are you talking about? And he told me she had gone to a class and about what's the ph of your water? aquaponics or something the yeah. ph is very important yeah and i told him well, well they're learning all this kind of stuff in yeah. school so and it probably is even more important if you have a small pond right but like if you got a lake in your backyard do you worry about the ph no i guess it's, no. it is what it is <laughs> yeah. yeah and uh <laughs> laney bowles who's 13 and mm -hmm. wyatt bowles 15 they all won prizes from oh, us cool. so they had some really really nice essays that came in yeah about what the wildlife or well it was we titled it what i or? discovered on the tour uh -huh. and some of them talked about what it takes to build a pond yeah some of them talked about the wildlife that it draws in uh some of them talked about the beauty of god's world yeah you know they they all had their own way of looking at what a pond is and what it does yeah yeah, um, let's look at some more pictures. I mean, we've sure those are kind of um, yeah the yours. What's the the next one was just with the liner in. Um, yeah, the liner that goes in a pond like that. You can make solid concrete ponds, but I like the liners because then if I want to make it bigger, I can just I can pull it out drain and it, start pull it again. Out and start, yeah, start start over. And then the fourth picture was was a view of that big pond with the koi in it mm -hmm. and, the, and after i built that then i decided i needed a waterfall in back of that one and then i put a pond in back of the waterfall and so it uh, it keeps going it keeps growing yeah it keeps growing. then uh one of my friends had some of the biggest koi in waco and he his health got to where he couldn't maintain his pond so he asked me if i'd take his fish mm -hmm. so that that picture has one of the big koi in and they, they can get Massive. That, well, there's. I've got several of them that are 20 pounds. Yeah. 32 inches long. Yeah, and they need a big pond. They, they uh, need that five feet. They they do. And so they do find over the winter, even when we had ice mageddon, and it was. Yeah, no problem at all. It was froze solid, and we didn't have electricity, so really? couldn't run heaters or pumps, and they go take a nap and wake up when it's over. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the biggest koi I've ever heard of, there was one in England a few years ago. It was 48 inches long and weighed 90 pounds. That, that, that's a lot bigger than average, <laughs> though. And, not, and, and I would think not good eating either. I had somebody ask me on the tour, <laughs> what do they taste like? <laughs> I don't well, know. I've, I've never one eaten up. one. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty, though. They are pretty. <laughs> they are pretty. Then, uh, oh, the fifth picture there, that's... That's just a view from the back of my pond mm -hmm. complex, I call it, with my house is in the front there. So there's the big pond is the main part of the picture. The waterfall is on the left. The little pond is behind the big pond, and it's down about a foot. So I will water. They're all connected. The water right. goes from one to another and gets pumped back up mm -hmm. and back. keeps circulating. And, and then actually where I took that picture, I have three 300-gallon 
Rubbermaid, I always want to say Tupperware, Rubbermaid stock tanks mm -hmm. that have water lilies in them. Oh. So I run water into the one farthest from the pond, and then I've got uh, inch and a half pipe siphons that take the water over the top into the next, over the top into the next, and then back into my main pond. So there's, I've really got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I've got seven ponds all connected, and the water circulates through all of them. Sounds sounds like a lot of engineering involved too. Uh, well, there's a lot of trial and error. <laughs> Nothing's like it was when I started. Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> then the next picture was the construction I did about I think three years ago. I started building a bog filter. Ah. So what I do with that is the water. Well, there's, I run four pumps all the time. There's a pump that takes water out of the lowest pond, pumps it underneath the little river that I built into this bog. And the bog is about 100 square feet. It's a foot deep. It's full of pea gravel. The water goes into there. I've got plants in it, which is what the next picture is mm -hmm. once the plants grow up. Of, uh, and, and the plants take nutrients out of the water, which helps control the algae somewhat. Not this year. And then the um, pea gravel is a physical filter right. that takes a lot of the dirt out. But mm -hmm. I, I still have to clean it from time to time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we love to watch um, the British gardening show, Gardener's World. And <clears throat> he has a Monty Don at his place. He's He's got a, you know, a pond. And then a bog garden. He's just recently put in a bog garden. So we've kind of been watching this on television. And, of course, they get newts and stuff. Do we have newts in Central Texas? Newts? Yeah. I haven't seen any. I know what they are. I, mean, <laughs> I know. I, maybe a British thing. <laughs> but, yeah, they talk about all the different wildlife that will come to a, to a pond. And, of course, you got the tadpoles and the frogs. And so then begs the question, do you have an issue with mosquitoes when you got that much water in your backyard? Or is it always moving? And It's always moving, so it's not a big problem. Mm -hmm. I also have in, in all of my smaller ponds, well, I've got it in all of them, <laughs> uh, gambusia fish. They're like guppies, but they're not pretty. They're just little brown minnows. Just little fish. They get up to be about two inches long, a big one. Uh-huh. And they just... They're like wolves on sheep when they see mosquito larvae. They <laughs> oh, just man. go after them, yeah. and they destroy them. So yeah. I, I put them also in. I've got I've got a bunch of 22-gallon water pots that I grow water lilies in, yeah. and that's all still water, so I keep so that. So you're propagating in those. Yeah, I'm making yeah. more water lilies, mm -hmm. but I have to keep the fish in there because they will yeah. get full of mosquitoes. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, you know, you you've, we've talked about the the wildlife, you know, the aquatic life, and then there are other uh, animals, I guess. You know that you you have come and visit. I think I saw a picture of a fox. That yeah, we've had every few years a family of foxes comes and lives for a while, uh -huh. and when they do, the rabbits are gone. There's no rabbits that year. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we've had a number of of litters of foxes in the backyard. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got a picture of some raccoons. I used to, I used to feed raccoons. I like raccoons. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, but uh, they'll get in your attic and mess your house up. Well, we never had trouble until the generation this year. Oh, really? We had we um, two of my neighbors used to have abandoned barns on either side of us. Yeah. And there was a time when we had a lot of raccoons, mm -hmm. but, but they never caused any problems. 
other than getting into my fish food sometimes. Yeah. But uh, this year, there's a couple new ones have come in. Hadn't we hadn't been feeding them for years, yeah. and uh, all of a sudden, a couple new ones showed up, and they're tearing the rocks up in my on the edge of my pond, looking for stuff. And oh. They're they're being creating mischief. Un, un, they're not being neighborly, <laughs> but uh, yeah. they they aren't too bad. Yeah, yeah. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, so uh, then, then that brings us to the plant life, and there's so many different kinds of plants that you can have in a pond. There is, and and I, I don't have a lot of them in the pond because uh-huh. koi are like swimming pigs. If there's <laughs> dirt, they're going to get in it and dig it up. Oh. So if you have like water lilies in a koi pond, they'll just tear them apart and pull them out and. And, oh. and wallow in the mud and oh, mess okay. everything up. So the koi pond doesn't have any plants in it. Yeah. The goldfish pond has some water lilies in there. Mm-hmm. I've got uh, I've got a bunch of really pretty. Uh, they're called lady blue. Um, I think it's hard to tell about water lilies. Mm-hmm. There are seventeen thousand varieties. Mm-hmm. But the uh, the friend that gave them to me said she thought they were called a blue lady. But they'd had her, her and her husband had had them for twenty six years. Yeah. So she wasn't real sure in the name, but oh, really? I think it's a lady blue, mm-hmm. and it's a tropical. And it, I had one in the greenhouse over the winter when I brought it out to put it in the pond. It had eleven flower buds coming oh, up at one are they time. Beautiful. They they really are. Yeah. 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 Someplace. Uh, yeah. I'll get to that in a minute. Oh. Okay. okay. You got a picture. I've, yeah, I've got a picture of them in here someplace. <laughs> okay. So yeah. anyhow, after the the picture with all the bog plants in it. Um, and that's mostly cannas, and um, they call them umbrella palms. They're really yeah. like um, papyrus. Yeah. And I've got some bog lilies in there and some other things. And then I've, I've got a bunch of bananas that I grow around the bog. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. got some, some new ones that are about 13 or 14 feet yeah. tall. Yeah, cannas like lots of water. They, they, they love just sitting in the water. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mine get about eight feet tall. Uh-huh. And then they fall over because they're too yeah, heavy. They, yeah. <clears throat> but the the next picture was uh, one of our our pond members, um, Mindy Lawrence, mm-hmm. went on our tour. I think it was two years ago. It might have been three, 
and she really liked it, so she went home and built a pond. Really? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. she does landscaping and interior mm-hmm. design, so hers is really beautiful. It's like a zen garden. Oh, my goodness. And then the next picture was one of our other members who has a, It's fairly small, but it's a really nice pond in his backyard. Yeah. Um, I mean, they don't have to be huge. No, they don't. To get the impact no. that you want. Yeah, they can be. they can be really small. I didn't do it this year, but the last two years... The night before the pond tour, I'd set up a pond on my patio. Yeah. Just a tank with plants and rocks there you, and there you go. plants and water running and a couple of fish in it. And it's, it's pretty nice. Yeah. And, uh, of course, it helps if you've already got everything you need. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it doesn't take long. Yeah. Um, then I, I added a couple pictures of water lilies. The the one with the three flowers, that's the Lady Blue. Mm-hmm. And it's got a sort of a mottled leaf, and it's really it's really a bright blue. And then the next one is a tanzanite a friend gave me. I think that's what that one is. If if it's dark, yeah, it is. It's real dark purple. Hmm. And then uh, there's another one. The next one was a, uh, it's called a Juno. It's a tropical, but it's night blooming. So it opens up about seven o'clock at night and by 10 in the morning it's folded up and it's done for the day mm-hmm. and then you mentioned you saw the picture of the fox that's one of the foxes that used to hang around the house from time to time mm-hmm. and and come up and eat the cat foods yeah if the raccoons didn't get it all <laughs> the raccoons hadn't gotten it yeah and then <laughs> then the next picture was was the raccoons yeah <laughs> I used to think that the most we ever had on the patio at one time was 13, and then I found this picture, and there's 16 in that picture. Oh, my goodness. And I think on the right-hand side, the far right-hand side of the picture, it looks like an ear sticking out, so it might have so been the, 17. There might have been 17. <laughs> but they, 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 never, they never were vicious. They never were destructive. Mm-hmm. They didn't tear things apart. I used to set out on the back patio. I've got a TV on my patio. I have a TV, a radio, and a refrigerator. What else do you need? Not I don't much. need a house. <laughs> but I used to sit out there and watch ball games and feed them. Uh-huh. And the little ones would get pushed out by the big ones. So yeah. the little ones would come sit underneath my chair. Because they I, knew you I, were going to take care yeah, of them. Yeah, so I could reach down and pet a little raccoon Aww. from time to time. Yeah. It is legal, I understand, to have raccoons as pets in Texas. Yeah. But they're, Be danger, careful. they're yeah. dangerous animals. Be very careful. You, I have uh, a friend who was attacked. Yeah, they one. can yeah. be, uh, yeah, they, and if you, you corner them, <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll you, get you. you lose. Well, uh, how many people are involved in the Heart of Texas Water Garden and Pond Society? I think we have about 38 members yeah. right now. Yeah, We've been, and you meet regularly? We meet the third Tuesday of every month, mm-hmm. usually at somebody's house, but we also sometimes go to a restaurant or well, It's always nice to kind place. of see what... Yeah, the last couple of years we've been doing a lot more going to visit somebody's house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also meet out at Waco Wetlands periodically. Oh, yeah, what a wonderful place yeah. that is. And, and that's, that's why we do the pond tour. Well, that's our excuse for doing it. <laughs> we collect donations yeah, for the Waco for Wetlands, the wetlands. Mm-hmm. when we have that, our pond tour. Man, that, I mean, that has really been a significant addition to Central Texas. It's it's a pretty interesting place out yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. People need to go out and check that out if they haven't yeah. in a while. But uh, it'll be it'll be June before your next pond tour. I guess that's kind of when you like to do that. But if folks are interested in learning more about uh, ponding, 
can we call it that? You know, yep. the, that's the, what we call it. That's what you call it. And um, and to, to have that maybe addition in your backyard or thought about doing that, then uh, obviously people like yourself that can give some good advice. We have a lot of members that are, are willing to advise. Some of them are willing to work. Um, some of them can't. I mean, well, right. I'm one of the younger ones. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But there's, you know, we, we help kinda each like other. Kind of like the Iris Society. Is like <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, a whole lot of things I'm involved in where yeah. everybody's getting old. Yeah, that's right. We just, yeah. But you, you, do, you do what you can do. But, yeah, yeah you really have. It's just a, a fascinating subject for yeah. me. I mean, I'm really interested. Well, we have a website, mm-hmm. and it's uh, H-O-T-W-G-P-S. Dot com mm-hmm. and there's information there about our meetings about our club uh, usually when we do the pond tour we'll have a guide online uh-huh. that shows all the ponds talks about them and we usually keep that up for a year or two so if you want to see if you want to see you what you missed and, you can yeah. go see it oh how fabulous yeah. yeah that's wonderful well i like to end these little visits with a little questionnaire similar to the one the late great james lipton would give on inside the actor studio if that rings a bell i don't know i've seen i've seen that it was a long time ago i'm done but no 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 okay what is your favorite word i don't have a favorite word i can't can't, that's them well this is going to be tough that's okay (laughs) all right but do you have a least favorite word a word you just oh yeah but i can't say that (laughs) (laughs) okay all right enough said i I have several least favorite words (laughs) okay I want to ask this of a, of, a, of a ponder. What turns you on creatively or spiritually or emotionally? I like, I think it's, I like to see the water flowing. It's yeah. whether I'm draining a mud puddle or, or cleaning a culvert or putting together the pond complex, the, the water is flowing a lot of different ways in different yeah. directions. And, you know, I just like, just like to see the whole thing moving around mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what turns you off creatively or emotionally or spiritually well i um i'm involved with a lot of musicians and criticism yeah i think really turns people off i mean yeah. just because it's not what you like or just because they're not as good as you think you are that's no reason to put somebody down just mm-hmm. you know encourage them tell them that that was cool mm-hmm. i've uh one of the things I really liked is I used to go to workshops, and I was by far the worst musician there. But sometimes people would say, how'd you do that? Yeah, I, I like that lick yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You're ten times as good as I am, but oh. I did something that he, that he hadn't seen before. <laughs> so okay. that, that's always cool. Well, then what sound do you love the most as a, as a musician? Or not a musician, <laughs> what sound do you like? I mean, you mentioned water. I hear that from a lot of people as moving water. Yeah, it's the, there's an emotional connection there. Yeah, yeah I like there a, is. I like acoustic guitar. Yeah, yeah. Nylon string acoustic guitar. There you go. Um, what sound do you hate? Fax machine <laughs> syncing up. <laughs> I had thought about that, but it's oh, a yeah, definite. Yeah, that's not the thing. number I meant to call. <laughs> That's right. Okay, what what other pro- – I didn't even ask you what you did professionally. We have just talked about Pond Society. Uh, well, I started off as an engineer and got into computers. And, I guess where I got the engineer part. I think yeah, I remember that from talking to you a long time ago. Then what profession do you, would you have liked to have tried? 
Well, I always wanted to command a destroyer in the U.S. Navy. Well, there you go. But they wouldn't take me because my eyes were too bad. So they said, uh, you can be a logistics officer or an engineering officer. I quit the Navy and went into the Army, got out of the Army, and spent my entire life in logistics and engineering. There you go. There you go. Um, what job do you know you would not want to have? <laughs> job I don't want. I've always enjoyed every job I had. Yeah. I never found yeah. one I didn't like. Now, but, but there is there something out there you go, I appreciate them doing that. I just don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't, I can't really think of anything okay. that I just know I would hate. Yeah, well, good. Well, that's excellent. That's excellent. And last question. When you arrive at the pearly gates, what do you want to hear the good Lord say? <laughs> Come in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would, those, would be, those would be good words to hear. Well, you are just doing an amazing thing, and I have thoroughly enjoyed knowing you, Ron. And, and to, to hear about ponding and learn a little bit more about it, um, I, you know, in a perfect world, my backyard would include a pond besides our little fountain that we have. But it, the sound of running water is, it is, it's calming. And, yeah. uh, and it's good for the environment. Yeah, and, well, you've got a fountain already, but you can have some pretty elaborate pondless fountains and waterfalls, and yeah. they just go into a tub in the ground and get pumped right back up, and there's no pond. It's just water running just all the time. Just have you know. that nice sound all the time. Might have to have, to have you come over <laughs> and, and, and give us some advice. Well, so, again, how can they get in touch with the Heart of Texas Water Garden? And the easiest way is, is on the website, hotwgps.com, uh-huh. uh-huh. and there's um, a place to request information. Yeah. There's a place to download a form to join the organization. I think our membership fees are $30 a year now for yeah. a couple. And you get your monies back at the first plant exchange. Yeah. You know, you get a water lily. They, they yeah. cost $30 to I was go buy say one. easily. Yeah. 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 Well, it's a great work you're doing, and I appreciate so much your time. Ron Haft, so appreciate what you're doing with the ponds and beautifying Central Texas this way. Try to keep something green. <laughs> I know, I know. And we appreciate you being with us. So join us again next time for Central Texas Life. Bye-bye. Central Texas Life with Ann Harder is part of the Rogue Media family. Be sure to check out our other shows at roguemedianetwork.com. Please rate this show five stars on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Join us again soon for more Central Texas Life with Ann Harder. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.